0: Gentlemen, this is the, I think, the third movie from Netflix that we have reviewed, at least in the last couple of months. Um, and I had a thought <clears throat> that um, I was sort of brought back to our early days in film school and maybe even before then, I think in the early 2000s, this idea of the <clears throat> excuse me the digital revolution was coming to film and it was going to sort of even the playing field for independent filmmakers. Um and I think the, those those words, um, that, those ideas were kind of coming out around the early 2000s. Um, by 2009, uh, you guys and uh, I, we, we both, uh, that that was sort of fully realized for us in a way that um, we got to make, our uh, um, we each got to make a movie um, with the same camera that, uh, interestingly enough, Steven Soderbergh was working with. So in um, a lot of ways, the sort of the, um, from the production side of things, the digital uh, landscape sort of changed uh, our ability to sort of make sort of even the playing field in that sense. But um, another aspect of that was distribution and exhibition. So, um, you know, no longer are we sending film prints to uh, to movie theaters, which was a very, very costly process. So, like, let's say you wanted to release four hundred uh, four hundred four uh, hundred release your film on 400 screens which is actually quite small you had to pay you know a couple thousand dollars for each print and then you had to send them to them and you know that whole process was very difficult and of course now we deliver movies digitally it's much cheaper but you know in a lot of ways i feel like that part of the dream that digital revolution has not has not really helped out um uh independent filmmakers and so i you know, we we are sort of still waiting for that to come. You know, it's kind of been dominated by I think the studios have taken advantage of that and made a lot of money off of that aspect of it. Um, but it hasn't really helped independent filmmakers. And then I thought, well, well, maybe, maybe these new you know uh, streaming services, maybe those are the are is the revolution that w- that people were waiting for. Um, and I, we look at these last two films and we look at Roma. And that kind of makes me feel that, that way. And it's a little strange because, you know, these are these, you know, Amazon is the biggest company in the world. And, you know, Netflix is a huge, um, a, a huge company in terms of its market cap. And it's a, it's it's, it seems more like a, a tech giant than, than an independent filmmaker. But, but they're giving these, um, these filmmakers who have these interesting ideas that may not work and may not, you know, be, a, uh, conducive to investing a ton of money behind you know the opportunity to make these films and you know we just reviewed these last two and and maybe we can talk a little bit about how netflix sort of hands-off approach it may not be the best wa- you know uh, way to execute these films but i'm wondering what y- if you guys agree with me if, if you guys think this is gonna keep going or am i wrong <laughs> Like what? What do you mean by keep going? Like trickle down beyond the the
1: Soderbergs and um, Dan Gilroys of the world to Shh. even more independent sure. filmmakers. Sure,
0: I mean, I I think, I think in I think in in a lot of ways this is the best case scenario. It's giving filmmakers who we respect and who have have in a lot of ways, and at least in Soderbergh's case, have had these illustrious careers, the opportunity to make m- the movies they want to make without having to have these giant studios and all the sort of You know, kind of uh, structure and everything, all the all the economics behind it. You know, in order to make their films, it's like you make the film for a couple million dollars and you put it out on Netflix, and hundreds of millions of people can see it.
2: I mean, I think that you we could see one of two things here, if not both. I mean, Netflix, of course, is giving a platform for a lot of independent films, which is a good thing, but I kind of, and I and I think back on like our days when we were making movies and like, God, if we could just get this on Netflix, that would be incredible. And this was still even in the early days of their streaming platform. But like, I, if I put myself in that same position now, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, shit, if my movie ends up on Netflix, it's gonna get lost among all the other stuff that's on Netflix. Right. And there's so much content that like, is it really a good thing that it's on Netflix? Nobody's going to find it amongst everything. And there's one thing if Soderbergh is po- uh, putting a movie on Netflix or Alfonso Cuaron, but it's another thing if, you know, your truly independent film is... Does Netflix
1: even buy those? Did, like, they go to, like, Sundance or whatever yeah. the mm-hmm. equivalent is now and yep. buy those and just put it? Okay. So... Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's a good thing. It gives us a chance to see stuff maybe we wouldn't have normally seen. I mean, it I obviously don't want the theater experience to go away. And like I mentioned earlier, movies like Roma, I think, should be um, theatrical releases. But yeah, we didn't love, or I, I certainly didn't love these two movies. But you know what? We watched them, and there'll be, you know, hopefully a bunch more this year that we get a chance to To view and you know the Buster Scruggs of the world. There's another one.
2: Yeah, the Coens. Yeah, the Coen brothers
1: Um, You know, so yeah, I mean it's definitely it's an exciting time to I think be a somewhat semi um, Independent filmmaker, but what a lot of people don't realize is even in in, you know, high-flying birds a perfect example even with the technology Getting to where it is. It's still very expensive to make a movie, it still costs two million dollars to make High Flying Bird on an An iPhone. iPhone. Because you still want, you still, people are now with everything that they have, they're expecting a certain quality. You can't just sort of have a good story but a a crappy production value and say, here you go, this is good enough. People, People expect it to look and sound and technically be a certain way. And all that stuff does cost a lot of money, right? Um, if you want to do it right, to get the locations, to have that, you know, to have those extras, everything you see in the frame is usually designed to be there. Um, and uh, you know, once you start getting to that level, you, it's just it, it's going to cost millions of dollars to get that many people involved to make it work for you,
0: right? And Netflix has a lot of money. I mean and Net- Netflix
1: does has no shortage of money.
0: And they are I mean, I think I, I read in a New York Times article that they are investing, you know, fifteen or twenty million dollars into Roma's marketing budget and a lot a lot of that money is going to, you know, an Oscar campaign. You know, I think it's very right. important for them to win an Oscar. Um I do think it's interesting. The reason I, I brought up, you know, these streaming services, obviously they're a huge factor now that they're getting into making films, but another interesting thing about netflix is they don't release numbers right or at least they don't do it on a regular basis um that film but how do they even quantify their numbers well that's what i'm saying they don't they don't it's not for public consumption but they will like um their their twitter account released you know the 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 i think the sunday or monday after that film bird box came out that like 47 million um uh netflix accounts had watched uh Uh, bird box and which you know
2: according to netflix
0: (laughs) exactly but that's what i'm saying and so to me that is very interesting because you know had roma come out had high flying bird come out had velvet buzzsaw come out and they would be at the mercy of their box office numbers right and we would judge them and, and the world would judge them and their, the success of the filmmakers would would hinge on their box office performance. But that is no longer a factor with, with Netflix.
1: Which is so bizarre for something that costs so much money it, that really it's not about the money it's making back anymore.
0: They, that's exactly right. The economics are, are totally different. But what I think is interesting about that is to some extent it protects filmmakers. Like we don't know... There is no way to know how successful Roma ha- is. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it will we'll never know possibly that how how many people have actually streamed Roma because the only place you can see it, with the exception of a few movie theaters, is on Netflix. And so, what I find interesting about that is that they can protect the filmmakers and the reputation of the film. Uh, Uh, with by not releasing the numbers and i think there is something really interesting about that and to me it goes back to the the hbo model where you've got the sopranos and you've got game of thrones the success of those uh those tv shows kind of prop up um the sort of the curb your enthusiasms, or the, the 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 shows that are not quite as um, you know universally interesting to, to as many people, um, the sort of the smaller shows are don't have to be quite as successful or judged on their individual merit because these other ones are more successful. Um, they're part of this cumulative commut- uh, cumulative pool.
1: Right. Yeah. It, it's it's definitely very interesting way to think about. Um, Like I said, something that's so expensive. It's so weird that it doesn't matter. Like, if you're Velvet Buzzsaw, Netflix gave you a certain amount of money and you can kind of do what you want with it. Netflix has already calculated that money is spent. Like, it's there to be spent and here it is. And it doesn't matter what you do on the other end as long as, you know, I guess it's all subscribers if we can get more subscribers. But, you know, who's going to go subscribed to netflix for velvet buzzsaw nobody probably right